You're listening to The Rock House. A production of Austin Rock Records. Welcome to episode four of Four Questions, a weekly podcast where I answer four questions about the current state of affairs of my husband's indie rock band, Learson Peak. My name is Michelle Learson, and I'm your host. Stephen Learson, my husband, is also here in the studio and will be providing illuminating commentary. Hello. <laughs> so today, there was a big announcement mm. from Stephen's other band, The Indo Box, mm. which I wanted to share in case you missed it on Facebook, which is the only place it can be seen. No, it's on our website. I checked your website and see it. No, I didn't. I didn't check it. <laughs> it's not on your website. Oh. <laughs> so I know we promised not to talk about other bands too much on this show, um, but this announcement is positive, and it's pretty important not to mention. Uh, so I thought I would have Stephen. Yeah, I'm just going to read the statement. Read so the statement to, to in everyone. In case you missed it, you can hear it here. Yeah, hear it live from the source. Dear friends and family, we would like to apologize for any confusion about the upcoming shows due to Steve's recent blog post. That's my blog post. Mm-hmm. We would like you to know that we've worked it out together and the shows will go on as scheduled with Joey, Mike, Steve, and Jules ready to play the hits and throw down the jams. We've been busy with different projects and endeavors and have decided to make these the final Indobox performances for the foreseeable future. As we look back on the past 12 years, we can't think of a better place to celebrate than Boston and Block Island. We hope you'll join us. Joey, Mike, Steve, Jules, and Forrest. Mm-hmm. So, your last shows for yep. the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future, quote. And uh, they will be on Friday, June 8th at Thunder Road in Somerville, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Friday and Saturday, June 22nd and 23rd at Captain Nick's on Block Island. Correct. Block Island number 11. Box Island 11. Box Island 11. Which will turn it up to 11. <laughs> so yeah, so how do you feel about that statement that you guys made? Well, I just like to uh I just like to apologize to uh to everyone who got upset by our last blog and podcast episode where I talked about the band. Uh talking about you being mad. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was like super upset Mm -hmm. and I didn't think anybody listened to our podcast. (laughs) So I, you know, I just wasn't considering anybody else's feelings or, you know, I wasn't thinking of how it would affect anybody else. And uh, I was pretty selfish. So, so I just like to apologize to anyone who got, you know, upset who was planning to come and wasn't sure uh, if they, the shows were going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it was the wrong venue to, to vent, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to vent such a private matter publicly. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that's all I really wanted to add to that is an apology. And I'm, you know, I'm happy, you know, I talked to the, all, all the guys in the band and, and we were able to work it all out and make these shows happen 
all the four of us together. So I'm, I'm really happy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that it's all going, it's all going on and we're going to do it. And, uh, you know, it all, it se- sounds like we're all going to throw 150% in and mm-hmm. do, you know, just make them the best shows ever. So that's, uh, that's it. But enough about me. <laughs> this is, uh, Are you this cr- is crying again. I am not cr- again. <laughs> I'm not crying. No. <laughs> you look a little teary eyed. Mm. I'm just, you know, my eyes are like that. Just a little doe idea. Sparkly eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sure. Um, but enough about no. me. Come on. Let's, There's been worse no, band drama. No. So. I know. Th- that's true. That's true. There has been much worse <laughs> band drama. So this is. Uh, it's going to be okay. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, the good. I mean, we're all still friends. You know, we all hang out. Mm. We're all, you know, good people. We all respect each other. So. Cool. Do you, are you ready for the questions? Can I ask you some <laughs> questions now? Yeah, sure. I mean, this isn't about me. Oh. Mm-mm. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the questions. <laughs> I'm the interviewer. This is, this is about the band. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This is all about Learson Peak. All right, you ready? <laughs> yep. So regarding Learson Peak, what, <laughs> what went well last week? Yeah, so last week... The band played uh, for Dr. Dog, the after-party show at House of Blues. That's right, last Wednesday. And uh, it was a beautiful day. It was 80 degrees mm-hmm. out. The back deck was open. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there were a lot of people. Stephen had me stand outside the House of Blues and hand out flyers. Well, I wouldn't say I had you stand outside. Well, you, you asked me. You, you asked if you could. You asked me if well, you were I, to. I thought I should maybe try to get some people. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm That's sorry your, if I did that. <laughs> no, you don't need to apologize. You, you got a lot of people in there. So, yeah, I got you people got a in. Lot of, a lot of dog heads. Yeah, so I was like, hey, there's a free after party at this luxurious foundation VIP room. Uh, and there's a live band. So since Dr. Dog ended pretty early at 11... If you're not doing anything, you should just come right in. So, yeah. It's pretty good pitch. Yeah. I'd go. <laughs> yeah, so lots of people came in. And uh, the highlight of the show last week was receiving a $1,000 Costa Rican bill mm. in the band's tip jar. Oh, we're rich. Yeah. <laughs> so I was super thrilled not knowing what exactly how much is a Costa Rican $1,000 bill. And I was going to split it up amongst a band. Um, but then I quickly realized when I looked at my phone that uh, $1,000 Costa Rican dollars is only worth $1.70 mm. U.S. dollars. Mm. So That's a bummer. Couldn't split it up. And I decided to keep the bill as a souvenir. And get a pack of gum. For, <laughs> for next time we... Uh, you can't even buy a pack of gum for $1.70 these days. So I'm, I'm going to keep it in case we go to Costa Rica with the band. I think we should go. That's a sign, right? <laughs> we have to go to Costa Rica now. Or if we travel and, you know. They, we got to take this party down south. Or I could donate it to UNICEF, you know, in one of those travel pouches for foreign currency. Hmm. Hmm. 
So yeah, that was uh, what went well. Just- well, I have something that went went what oh. I have something that went well. Yes, I released a geeky synthesizer video. <laughs> Congratulations! That is that is. It's not quite going viral. It's just, it's got a cold. I got 400 views. It's not a, yeah, it's just a cough. Uh-huh. Uh, isn't this the one that we announced last week? The right, yeah. Synthesizer Show and Tell? Yes. So I released, the, I played the song that I wrote uh-huh. for Synthesizer Show and Tell yeah. at the end of last week's episode. And uh, lots of synthesizer dorks throughout the world mm. are watching it and uh, giving me lots of encouragement on YouTube. Well, I watched it and I subscribed to your channel, but I'm not a synthesizer dork. In fact, I call all synthesizers keyboards. Right. Well, this is not a keyboard. It's a synthesizer. <laughs> so are you going to write like a song a week? Yes. In fact, I already have released my second video. Maybe at the end of this episode, I'll play the song that I wrote oh, please. using the JX8P synthesizer <laughs> made by Roland. They have like the weirdest names. I know. Why don't they call it something cool yeah, sounding? Why don't they call it like the tiger? Or, <laughs> you know. Yeah, or like the Yamaha or something. Well, we can brainstorm names <laughs> later. All right, so I, enough about dorky synthesizer stuff. Why don't we uh-huh. move on to the next question? Okay, question two. Michelle Learson. Yes, Stephen Learson. For 1,000 Costa Rican dollars. <laughs> What didn't go so well last week? Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little bummed because Learson Peak d- did not get selected to play for the Green River Festival, uh, which we applied to and is happening on July 13th to 15th in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Uh, so I applied a long time ago. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. And I, I really like this festival. We just got an automated email saying. What did it say? Quote, hi, Learson Peak. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, Hello, Mr. Learson Peak. Yeah, <laughs> comma. I mean, I submitted as Michelle. I don't know why they didn't say hi, Michelle. Uh, but it said, unfortunately, we don't have enough space this year for you to perform. But thank you so much for submitting. Rock on. Unquote. Mm. So, yeah. We will rock elsewhere. <laughs> so maybe next year. Yeah. But uh, the Green River Festival has announced a awesome lineup of musicians this year. You should check it out. It includes Dr. Dog. Oh. And uh, Big Mean Sound Machine. Shout out to our friends in Ithaca. Big Mean. Angelo. And, uh, and Russ Friedel, mm-hmm. who's still managing them. And uh, Good job, Russ. We should have hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bela's Bartok is also performing. Oh. Yeah. It's a sign that we should be there. Uh, and Marco Benevento, as well as Yes Darling, which is the new Ryan Mom Blue and Haley Jane show where they pretend to hate each other. And uh, Deer Tick. Oh, uh, Deer Tick. Yeah, Deer Tick is playing uh, with a. I just found out Deer Tick's lead singer is married to Vanessa Carlton. So maybe we'll also see Vanessa Carlton. Wow. Yeah. They just uh, they have a new album out. I wonder how they met. I don't know. Mm. I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> but uh, she sings on one of their tracks oh. on their latest album. So I think maybe she's on tour with them. So yeah, 
cool. Well, you know, maybe next year. Yeah, I'm just going to take it as, you know, a message that I need to work harder to promote the band and grow our fan base. That's right. Take it as a message. Do better. If you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah, that's my motto. <laughs> it's true. If I'm not failing, I'm not really trying. So. Well. I'm failing. So I'm We're trying. definitely failing. <laughs> at a lot of things. <laughs> but not this podcast. <laughs> No, I've managed to get it out semi-regularly. All right. Can I ask you the next question, or is there yeah. more bad things no. <laughs> that we're failing at? Okay. What's the most interesting thing you learned last week? Did you learn anything interesting? Yeah. Well, it's pretty morbid. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Following, oh, great. <laughs> following our episode last week on great music documentaries, where, you know, remember I listed 15. You listed 15 documentaries you had not seen. <laughs> I I saw some of them. Oh, good. No, but the what did you see? I had seen. Um, no, no, no. What did you watch this oh, week? So yeah, so this week we watched Little Girl Blue, uh, which is a profile on Janis Joplin. It's pretty recent. It was in, released in 2015, and it was really good. I mean, I learned a lot. I learned about how Janis Joplin grew up, and she was really unpopular mm. in high school. They all picked on her. And uh, she grew up in Port Arthur, Texas. She was kind of chubby, mm. and nobody liked her. Um, and then she moved away from Texas and sang with a band called Big Brother and the Holding Company. I mean, that was like the band she played with. That's right, for most of her career. Um, and then that also, she struggled with drug addiction for most of her very short life. Yeah. And she died from a heroin overdose when she was 27. So, sounds great. Great documentary. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what I learned from that also is that there's a lot of musicians who have died from heroin at you the don't age say. of at the age of 27. There's like something called the 27 Club. That's which, right. Which is a list of popular artists who have all died from drug overdoses at the age of 27. Can I be in it? Can I be? It? No. Why not? Because first of all, you would die, oh. which you're not allowed to. Okay. And second of all, you're 35. So no, I'm not. I'm 23. <laughs> so you're, are we just talking about how old we? We're talking about how old we are, how old we feel. Talking about other people now, Stephen. <laughs> 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 not just about you. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, so the 27 Club I looked up is amazingly um, sad. It oh, includes great. A Let's lot, talk about it some more. A lot of really famous musicians who have died. So I wanted to tell okay, everyone like who? who they were. Uh, Brian Jones from Rolling Stones died 27. Oh, Jimi yeah, Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix died at 27 right before. Imagine what he'd be doing now. Right before yeah. Janis Joplin died at 27. Uh, Jim Morrison from The Doors mm -hmm. died at 27. Kurt Cobain from Nirvana died at 27. Amy Winehouse, um, which also we watched that documentary of her um, overdosing on, you know, she had a huge alcohol problem, drug problem. And then last one I have here is Jean-Michel Basquiat, mm -hmm. which is, he's an, actually a, graffiti, a famous graffiti artist who grew up in the streets of New York City. Um, but he also did play. So did all these people die from heroin? I uh, yeah, mostly. Well, they say it's heroin and alcohol combined. 
I thought Jimi Hendrix took sleeping pills. Yeah, but I think they also found traces of heroin in his blood. So some of these deaths they can't confirm because they don't have all the details. Not sure if they really died or not. And also, um, Kurt Cobain, I think he committed suicide. Right. That's, yeah, that's true. So I'm really glad you'll never join the 27 Club. No, and I don't even like heroin. I mean, I haven't tried it, but <laughs> it, does, it doesn't sound like fun. It sounds awful. It's, yeah, it sounds you know, pretty awful. I don't think, I, I think I'm people, not going to try it. You know what I found is like musicians who do it, they, I think they're all really lonely. Mm. The people who have died at this young age because they became famous. And when you're really super famous, you get really lonely. Well, it's lonely at the top. It seems like that. Like Amy Winehouse, she had that on again, off again boyfriend and she went nuts. And Janis Joplin actually died the night when she had two lovers and both of them stood her up that night. It was like one, the only night she was waiting for them and they didn't show up. Ouch. So she, instead she called her heroin dealer. Mm. But yeah. All so right. That's so what I learned. That's, the, that's an interesting thing we learned. Don't do heroin. Don't do heroin. Sounds good. <laughs> Next question. Last question. Last question. Is there anything you're looking forward to this mm -hmm. next week? Yes. Well, we don't have any shows. So well, I have three. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, start my own company. No. Um, I did get a new idea for a company, which I want to share with everyone. Oh. Uh, which is a digression again. But uh, let's hear it. Should I answer this question first or should I? Yes. Yeah. I'll answer the question first. Okay. So what I'm excited about this week is three things. I'm going to finish and mail out the Learson Peak monthly newsletter now that the big announcement is out. The gonna, Indobox announcement? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be able to like send out a newsletter free of cloud. Um, and then number two is send our VIP fan club some special gifts. And number three is design t-shirts and hoodies for Box Island because it's time to design them and it's going to be Indobox's final show and Lears and Peak's first show on Box Island. We're going to have to do something special. So I want to do something real special for the design. Um, so I'll share it with the band, get some votes in, and then share it with their fans to pre-order. Cool. So watch your Instagram feed for those shirts. And if you're not coming to Box Island, you can still purchase um, the the shirts or our merch because uh, this will be the last merch order we'll be placing. Uh, and if you haven't been to Block Island, uh, I wanted to also describe Block Island to those of you who have never heard of it or, you know, I know that we have some listeners out in San Francisco, um, some in Virginia, some in Poland. Some in Japan. Japan, so. They've heard of Block Island. They, everybody <laughs> around the world knows. No, I've never heard of Block Island before I moved to Boston. Oh. So, you know, the you reason know what, is. You know either. It's a good thing because it's not overpopulated, not super touristy. That's it's true. like a down-to-earth preserved smaller Martha's Vineyard. There's a wildlife sanctuary. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is protected. 
by the government. Um, it's like a, you know, a Cape Cod, an island, like Cape Cod. If Cape Cod was an island, it'd be like that without Provincetown. Um, and it's like a more rustic, if you're from California, it's like a rustic Sausalito mm -hmm. uh, in Marin County. That's that's a good sale. Sell. Good sell. Have you been to Sausalito? I have. Yeah. It's real nice. It's cold sometimes. Yeah, it's warmer than Sausalito. Yeah. Because Marin County is... I have a hoodie that says Sausalito. <laughs> Marin, yeah, Marin's Sausalito, really windy. Black Island is not as hilly as uh, Sausalito. Oh, and if you go come to Black Island, you can feel good about yourself because the whole island is run on wind power now. They built oh. these giant windmills yeah. that are out in the ocean. So, you know, all the lights, if you go out and you leave the lights on by accident, you don't have to feel quite so bad. Mm. Except that you'll be paying your electric bill. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to is designing the shirts. Because I do really enjoy designing art sometimes. I'm looking forward to seeing them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so back to what I was saying about my- Oh, what's your company? Tell me about your company. New business idea, yeah, yeah. which you've been helping me brainstorm names, which is really fun. Uh, so I have this new idea for a business, which I have lots of business ideas, but if anyone of you out there is listening and you need a business idea that's a sure thing, this is it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. And I you, agree with this You one. guys should go and do it because I'm not going to do this, but I want a business that does what I'm about to tell you, which is a head spa. And so basically the business would be you would walk into a spa and get your hair washed, like shampooed and conditioned and get a head massage. So they would like massage your brain mm. and your temple. And if you have a headache, it'd be perfect. And you just walk in, you could go get like a 20 minute or like a 40 minute or like an hour head massage. And afterwards you could go in the bathroom and like blow dry your hair or just walk out. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it would be great. I would pay for that all the time. But the real trick is what to call it. <laughs> well, I was thinking about calling it like head heaven. Or blow head. <laughs> no, that sounds dirty. <laughs> Steven. What? I mean, I think it would... So what? I mean, it only sounds dirty to dirty people. So, you know, I just about, I wish there was idea. a place like this. Because there's foot foot spas, but there's no head spas. I have, I have another idea. What if we called it the rub? <laughs> See, that's still dirty. And it sounds like steak or something. Like what if you called it noodle spa? <laughs> it's a spa for your noodle. That sounds like... You could eat it. Yeah, maybe you serve noodles. <laughs> no, there's going to be no food in the spa. No, I know. Maybe coffee. You could have coffee. So, yeah. So, or tea. this is my idea for a new business. And I think it could be a huge success. You guys can make a chain out of it. Mm -hmm. And I would go. I will go, too. <laughs> but I want some free passes since we came up with the idea. Especially if you call it Noodle Spa. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna call it noodle spa it should be called head heaven there's too many h's <laughs> anyway heaven on the brain that's it for our episode this week <laughs> 
see you guys next week. And don't forget to check out Steven's new YouTube series. That's right. Steve Learson presents Synthesizer Show and Tell. <laughs> I know he's already working on his third episode. That's right. What's the uh, synthesizer this week? The Juno 60. Ooh. See, that's a good name. Juno. I know. <laughs> So stay tuned and see you next week. Bye, guys.